things girlfriends share. Welcome to Girlfriend It, hosted by women for women on a variety of topics most relevant to our daily lives. Weekly, we have incredible, inspiring, and influential guests as we explore everything from why ambitious women don't quite reach their full potential to how we deal with the dailiness of life. Together, we will hear compelling stories of other individuals in hopes of one thing. How do we get to know ourselves? All right. Hello, hello, hello. This is Patty Wyatt, and I am here with my girlfriend. Hello. And we are chatting about what is the vision or the, the calling, the desire God has put on your heart. Are you in a place where life is just, it's moving at a warp speed and, you know, everyone in your life needs something from you. You're doing stuff for work. Your husband is whatever and your children, everybody's asking of something from you and you, you realize you are missing it. It's, it's not intentional. It just happens. And I, I have such a funny story. Um, years ago, uh, for those of you who can, can go back, like perhaps into the eighties, I had a little crush on Rob Lowe. Okay. This was before all of his gross, you know, whatever tapes and all that. Okay. So I had a little crush on Rob Lowe. And, you know, I'm dating, I'm dating my husband ever since I was 13 years old. And so we just knew that as I got out of college and I started working in the airline industry and I still had, you know, this little crush that if I met Rob Lowe and he asked me to marry him, that, that, that was going to happen, you know? So this was a thing, you know, I told, I told my husband, that's just probably what's going to happen. Uh, so this is an ongoing joke with all my friends from college. And now I'm in the airline industry and, and they kind of know my little Rob Lowe crush. Well, I get a call from a friend that happened to be working the ticket counter and saw that Rob Lowe was traveling. No. Yes. So oh my gosh. She goes and looks up the flight, right? You just, oh, this is why God, God has such a great sense of humor. She looks up the flight and guess who is the flight attendant on this flight? You? Me. Me. Oh, right? My so, gosh. so this is back in the day where we didn't have email, right? You had to actually pick up the phone. And so she calls me and she says, you're never going to believe this. Rob Lowe is going to be on, on your flight to Salt Lake City or in Salt Lake City. And, uh, I, uh, I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, whatever, whatever. And uh, so I get into Salt Lake City, and whatever flight attendant, we have certain roles, and I begged the person to be able to take the ticket at the gate as the passengers come on the flight. And so I'm out there, and the, the airport is just packed, you know, just packed. And there, lo and behold, is Rob Lowe with his brother, Chad Lowe. And he's wearing these sunglasses, and they're kind of taped up on the side. And he's this is when there used to be pay phones, right? Pay yeah. phones in the airport terminal there. Yeah. And he's leaning up against the, the, the pay phone, and his brother's talking to him. I'm going, okay, people, I wanted to get on the PA and go, hello, Rob Lowe is right there. If everybody would just look up, you would see the man, okay? But, of course, everybody's just so busy. We're, they're all just doing their thing. No one sees that Rob Lowe is right there. 
And now I'm doing the announcement, you know, go ahead. We're boarding the flight. And as Rob Lowe comes up, still people aren't recognizing who he is. And he hands me his ticket. He totally gets on his knees to propose to me, right? No. So he's oh, hands- my God. <laughs> and we have a moment. Like, we touch fingers. I right. know he felt in it. Your mind, I- in your mind. In your mind. Oh, totally. No. No, I think we felt it too. Really, Debbie? Like, why are you mocking me? This is like, we have a moment. So he gets on, Chad gets on, nobody still recognizes their, you know, Rob Lowe's sitting in the front and Chad Lowe's sitting in the back. They don't sit together. So now we're serving beverages. And as I'm walking down the aisle, uh, I, I go and I look over, he's in the window seat and I see this young girl. She's like in her, you know, early twenties. We're about the same age. And I look at her and she, we catch eye contact and it's that whole, I know I'm sitting <laughs> next to Rob Lowe and I'm looking at her like, yes. Yeah, somebody gets it. Like you get it. You didn't miss it, right? And um, you know, then I I give him his beverage. We have another moment. He's getting ready to propose to me, but it it just it doesn't happen. I think he was still really nervous that I was serving him. But other than that, my my whole point of that story is later on. I I thought unbelievable. Like how many people. Just missed it. And maybe they all saw him. They just didn't have the, the same, like, crush. Yeah. I don't know. Chemistry. But, chemistry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what it is, chemistry. That's my Rob Lowe story. So I, I just have to end it with, it was funny because it's it's my birthday month, right? You guys are all sick of hearing about my birthday month. Yeah, yeah so we are. I, You're sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I sent my siblings... Um, you know, the crown that it was my birthday month, like, don't, don't forget it. And I said, Kevin is going to get Rob Lowe out here to clean my pool. And my brother says with or without a shirt. And it's like, okay, guys are so weird, right? It's not about that at all. I could care less if he has a shirt on or shirt off. Like, it's not about that. I just want to see his cute face out there cleaning my pool. And I, so I say that to my brother, like, okay, weirdo, it's just about, I want to see his face. And then my sister sends me a picture of Rob Lowe wearing a mask. So you can't see his face. Right. Uh, and, and then this is the funny part. She says, uh, plan B just saying I'm listening. And oh. our episode from a couple weeks oh, ago. Yes. I was laughing. Oh. So now there you have it. Rob Lowe is going to clean my pool, but I won't be able to see his face because he'll have a mask on. So <laughs> I'm going to miss it. I'm just going to, to miss it. So he, once again, Rob Lowe was probably talking about you today too. Don't you think he's told that story? Like how he touched fingers? Yeah. Just, I, I never, I never even thought yeah. of it that way. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. he is. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Yes. And I how think I send this link to him. Yeah. He'll, it'll make him smile. It'll, he's going to call back. He'll want to be a guest on the show, a total yeah. guest on the show. And, and that's the, that's the Thursday you're going to miss and we'll have to interview it. Right. It Hashtag order. restraining order, Patty. Hashtag restraining order. <laughs> By the way, my husband did say he would go out there and take his shirt off and clean the pool. Just, Not just saying. Same. Not the same. <laughs> they just don't get it, right? <laughs> just don't get it. 
But, you know, just talking about you, you cannot miss God's sovereign will for your life, but you can miss God's prescribed will for your life, right? And I think that there are times when I go, am I, am I missing it? And, and hear what I'm not saying. I, I don't ever want to come to the end of my life and be full of regrets because, you know, we read in Philippians 4, like, we're, we're seizing the moment. We're finding joy in all things. And we're being so, you know, the biggest thing, which I'm horrible at, is I beg God to show up. And then I don't thank him mm-hmm. when he dies. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't reflect mm-hmm. back as I should and go, okay, I, thank you right. so much. And I, I think that's the part I don't want to miss is thanking God. But just reflecting back and going, yeah, where am I missing it? Because I don't want to move forward and continue to miss it. Because I think we miss his blessings when we're not truly in God's will. Like, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I feel like so so many times that that happens where we miss the blessing of gratitude. I mm-hmm. feel like that gratitude is such a big word for me right now. Um, I was able to get a small business loan through the PPP, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Lord, thank you so so much." And then I go about my business, and then you know, and I think, Lord, I wouldn't have been able to survive without that. But he made that happen. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I'm God's shining on me because I'm so awesome. And so I really did deserve that. <laughs> but you know what, Debbie, that's so funny because you you are awesome. And uh, I, I think sometimes we at least I feel this way. I feel like when you said God's shining on you. Uh, there are times when I think, oh, God's not going to shine on me because I'm not seeking yeah. him. I'm not really in that rich place of having my, my quiet time or, you know, I, I, then if I want something from God, I'm like, do you, have you ever watched your kids when they want something from you? All of a sudden they're very friendly and very yeah. nice and they're yeah. super, super sweet. And I realize I do that to God. It's like, Oh, by the way, I really need you to show up right now because I'm getting ready to do an event yeah. and I haven't really been focusing on you. So do your instant, you know, gratification, wiggle the wand and yeah. <laughs> clean me, clean me up, God, clean me up. It's, it's yeah. like when it's uh, getting ready to be your birthday, Patty, you might be able to, <laughs> to understand this, but like you, you're with my, uh, I used to do this with my grandpa cause he would give us money. And so right about the month, maybe before my birthday, I would start, you know, sending him little letters and cards, <laughs> and how much I love him. And I feel like Patty, maybe you're kind of doing that a little bit right now. <laughs> yes. With this whole stinking birthday month. Yes. Well, and, and it is, you know, if you think of it that way, there are times like, okay, I'm feeling really sly here and I, I want to make sure my heart's in the right place. So I'm going to purge everything, surrender it all. And then God, you're just going to fill me up with your, with your blessings. But, but Paul does say, you know, that the secret of contentment in every situation and, you know, I, I want that just to have that that space where you're not missing it. And I, I've shared this story with you guys, but 
I there was a time years ago where we went into the the brothels. You know, I go I go into st- strip clubs, and it always is a pause there of those of you with a, um, your unconscious bias is going. Oh, you go into brothels and strip clubs, right. Patty. But uh, we would go there and figure out like how we can help them out. Uh, what can we do? You know, we just wanted to to love on them. And one girl in Nevada. Uh, I'll say her, her name is Shelly and I was able to get to know her. It was a quick connection. I, I gave her, I was there with my friend, uh, Lisa Jernigan and we gave her our phone number. Well, she then came into Arizona to visit and called us. We met her for coffee and she mentioned she was going to move to Arizona well, long story, she moves to Arizona. We start running together. She likes my neighborhood. She ends up getting her boyfriend to buy her a home in our neighborhood. And we just start doing life together, you know, going to Costco together and bringing her to church. And uh, in the meantime, I'm thinking, unbelievable, God, like how you are pursuing her just this is not a coincidence. And I would tell her continuously, like, do you even understand how much God is pursuing you here? And I, I remember one time I had invited her to church and there was a message uh, about how God gives us tomorrow. You know, this it's a, a new sunrise coming up and that fresh perspective and thinking, are you hearing this? You know, Shelly, are you getting this whole thing that this is not your identity of, you know, who you are here? God's going to give you a fresh start. And afterwards, I could not wait to talk to her after this message. And instead, what she heard, it was more of a feeling. She felt like I had tricked her. She felt like she was trapped in the middle of the the pew because there were friends on, on each side and she was very irritated, very fresh. I mean, the enemy was having a heyday on her and I got angry. I was angry that, that God didn't pierce her soul. You know, I was angry that the enemy had his way. And I I realized there was this moment of you are looking at people as if they're your project rather than let the Holy spirit do his job. Your job was to invite her. Your job is to love on her. And that's that. And it, it had such an impact on, on me that I was missing it. I was missing the fresh day and the sun, you know, is coming up and the sunrise because I was so focused on making sure she needs to hear this. You know, and, and do we do that? Like, do you read a book or you're reading your devotions and you're like, oh, my husband needs to read this. Oh, oh my friend. Yes. Every day, yeah. always. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. And then we, you know what? I'm sorry, Christette. What? Oh, no, you were just, I was just going to add to your um, story with my dad. I, I can't tell you every time he's at church, my sisters and I notice he's like cleaning his, his nails out and he's fidgeting. And all we want is him to listen to the message. And then we miss the message because we're yeah. so concerned that he's uncomfortable and, you know, he's doing annoying habits <laughs> that are distracting us. And all and we're like, please, it's, this message is for you, Dad. And yet, the message is for us too. 
I was yeah. just trying to look up. There's that's so such a great point, Krista, because I do that every time. I remember bringing people to church, and and then you get there, and there's a missionary, and you're like, "Are you kidding me? It's a missionary day, Lord? You knew I was here with my friend." Or there's a guest speaker, and you're like, "Like this is a nightmare." But you know, um, there was a song. I, I was just trying to look it up to see who it was, but it was a Christian artist, and it says, "You might be one. You might be number seven." You might be number 22. It's not our job to um, make sure. It's it's our job to lead them to Christ. But it's God's job to make a difference in their heart, to change their heart. So you might be number one or number two of the people that are in this person's life. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're just you just got to have to be obedient along the way. You're not necessarily going to be the one that's going to get the glory of leading them to Christ. You might just be the one that brought them to church and there was a stupid missionary there that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no offense to all the missionaries exactly. that are listening right no, now. Um, love. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. <laughs> but you know, that that is so true. And. I actually had um, a, a woman come up to me at a conference that I was speaking at, and she led me to the Lord <laughs> because exactly what you're saying. She she wasn't in that place where it's like you you might not be that that number one. You might be number seventy seven when God the Holy Spirit has finally worked on their heart. She was just coming up and saying. You know, do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? And I was like, yes. And then she started like giving me the scriptures and doing everything. And then she started praying. And I thought, okay, you're missing it. You haven't even established a relationship with me. Yeah. You're just going to dive in. And now you can do your checklist. I led five people to the Lord, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, here's your Bible. You know, go and make disciples. It's like, no. Go and have a relationship and love on them. And then you can speak truth. Mm-hmm. We don't know where they're at unless you ask questions. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. And, and, and that goes back to, you know, if we feel like you're, you're missing it. Of course, I, I always think of the Israelites. Here they are. They're going to the promised land. How excited, right, would you be that God has said, and he's done that to us. He has told us when we do all these awesome things and we, we're we drawing near to him, he has the promised land for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and once again, we just go off and wander around in the wilderness and complain about our, our manna. But what what kills me about that, whenever I read that in scripture, which is daily, just, yeah. just saying, <laughs> why, you know, how spiritual yeah, I am. No, you are. Uh, Yes, thank you. That Moses was supposed to be able to get there too. And that's what freaks me out is he didn't even get to go into the promised land and think about how faithful he was. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, God, don't give me the promised land. <laughs> don't, don't make yeah. me wander around in the yeah. desert. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, speaking of missing it, I mean, this is this is similar but different. I was thinking about just a relationship, a friendship that I almost missed out on. So I go to the gym in the morning with my husband. We've done that for years. We both we drive separately, of course, because you know why? <laughs> why would we drive in the same car? 
<laughs> we drive yeah. separately to the gym. COVID from him, Sherry? What's the Social deal? distancing? What is happening? <laughs> we drive separately in the gym, separate cars, and we do our own thing there. And I noticed another couple that was there, uh, and because not everybody's there, they're husband and wife. So I saw another couple that was there, and I knew they were husband and wife. And, um, and I just would observe them from a distance. And I just assumed, I, I had heard that she had older kids. And so I assumed, you know, she's older than me. And, you know, and we probably just don't have much in common. And so I just assumed that for years I would see them work out. And they looked like, you know, they were nice. But I just, I'm like, well, they're over there. And I never really approached them or anything or, or said hi, you know. And then I'm not sure what happened. But one time maybe I said something, said hi. And, um, I enjoyed the conversation and then I chatted again and chatted again and realized we actually had a lot in common and I'm actually older than she is. (laughs) (laughs) What? Again, the older woman. Yeah. And, and we had so much in common. Our husbands were similar. Our children were similar. And we have grown to be very good friends. We live near each other. Um, that it's Colleen. Um, yeah, Colleen. I, I figured that's how it was. Yeah. And, uh, we've grown to be really good friends. And I think about that. I'm like, you know what? How many years did I work out right there with her day after day after day? And I just didn't like put myself out there like, you know, I don't know, but I did. And it's been such a rich, sweet friendship. Because we have so much more in common than I ever thought at the at the glance, and it just took a little bit of like effort or risk to um, to check in there, and you know, and I didn't, and I would have missed out on that had yeah. I not just stepped in a little bit to a little bit uncomfortable because you know at the gym you just don't talk to people, so you're like, yeah. So now what's yeah. interesting is then you also introduced her to the rest of us. Yes. And she is a huge inspiration for me. Yeah. So wow. I think that's yeah. so interesting that you could have blown it for all of us, Sherry. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Sherry. Thanks for leaning in and actually listening. Okay. So on that note, um, I have you ever had this where I, I love to pray. Okay. God, Help me today to to be an impact to others for you, and then help me to be aware of the impact that you know I want to listen to what other people are saying that have an impact on me. And one day I was driving to Tucson to do a training, and I was really praying that, okay, God, I, I just really want to make an impact. So put those people in my life that I can have an impact on. And it was funny because after my training, I had this younger girl come up to me and she said, I mean, how clear is God, right? When they actually walk up to you in your face and say, Patty, would you mentor me? And my, my first reaction was, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have time to mentor you. And well, <laughs> I, I said, you know what, let, let me think about it. Let me get your contact information. This is just really a crazy busy time for me, blah, blah, blah. So I was, I was driving home and it was, it was like you said, Sherry, where you you look back and you go, I should not have had to go, you know, let me just wait. Let me just figure this out. What part, 
were you praying this morning? Exactly. And I put that person right in front yeah. of you. Wow. And so I did, I called her and it, that was literally six years ago. I just talked to her this week as a matter of fact. And it, it, it's, it's just funny. I mean, she comes from a Muslim background. I've just, it's been a rich relationship. Now she's married. She has two kids. I've been able to go through this whole, you know, life with her in the last six years because you don't miss it. But I almost did because yeah, yeah. I was going to let the busyness of life. And so what I have found is you pray and you say those prayers. And I realize how selfish I am because I want it to be on my time. Yeah. Convenient. Totally. You want Lord, use me if I'm in the mall and <laughs> shopping and you, maybe something happens. Yeah. Right. But I don't right. want to have anything happen in the parking lot. Just like make sure it's in a store yeah. in my life. It's true. Yeah. Just convenience for us when God's right. saying, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And Debbie, I have a parking lot story, but that's going to be for, for, for next time. I, I have an awesome parking lot story. So we're, we're going to have to do a whole episode on parking lots. Make a note. Yeah. Making notes, yeah. What happens in the the parking lot for sure? Um, okay, so that Christette was getting ready to say something. Yeah. Well, you know what it makes me think of when you're talking about missing it, or uh, I I had to go back to like a nine to five job there a few years ago, and that was hard, but. What was so interesting was my mindset, you know, going in and taking the opportunity to not miss out. Like I was so thankful that God gave me a job when I needed it, regardless of, you know, having to change my whole lifestyle for it, that I noticed when I started smiling to everybody, because it was a big corporate company and there was 3000 employees and everybody just walked past each other. And I thought, wow, gosh, I can make a difference if I just smile and say hello to people. And, you know, it, and it was so rewarding in return. So I just, you know, I encourage everyone, like, don't miss out on those opportunities. I could have gone in there and just said, you know, I'm just here to do this job. I know I'm only here temporarily. Mm-hmm. You know, get me in and get me out. And my life was totally changed by my attitude of Mm. not missing out and making a difference in those people's lives. And I became friends with everybody. And they were just like, how do you, I've come back to my office and they're like, how do you know everybody? I'm like, well, I just say hi, you know, I put a smile on my face and, you know, and start asking a couple questions and, you know, and so it became a very fun experience and very um, enlightening to know that, wow. When we just smile back at people, you'd be amazed at how they smile at you. Mm-hmm. We're, instead of, you know, first looking at their faces thinking they're mad or, you know, not reading it correctly. We're so afraid to say anything, you know, but being vulnerable enough and teachable to just be the first one, you know, have the courage to be the first one to say hi. And I know some of you are really good at that naturally. So some of us have to learn that a little bit. That's- well, Debbie and I do that, but we just stick our foot in our mouth like almost 90% of the time. <laughs> Which brings us to our next topic. <laughs> Open mouth, insert foot. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, 
We just have a couple minutes left before our show ends today, and we just want to thank you. It truly is an honor um, to be a part of your life. Uh, we love that you are clicking in to hear what we have to say. We're glad you did not miss it, yeah. and we're just going to end the show on fixing your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely, such as Debbie. Um, very, very pure and lovely there, Debbie. If you could just see her right now, uh, <laughs> dwell on the fine good things in others and God's peace will be with you. So three top tips hopefully you're going to walk away with today. This week we want to challenge you to experience his wonder. Really look at that sunrise that's coming up and that sunset going down. You have a fresh day. Find that white space in your day. You know, maybe even put it on your calendar. Challenge you to be intentional to go, I need to find this white space. And maybe it's time to do a, a busy boycott, which we're going to do a whole episode on that. So, you know, go out there, enjoy your day, and don't miss it girlfriend it because our girlfriends are where we get our best tips for life find us on facebook at girlfriend it hit subscribe to itunes or toginet.com